get ready to get sticky. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Corona Crush. Corona Crush is creating Jewish couples always. Join the Facebook group. Just search Corona Crush and look out for virtual speed dating events happening every other week. They're 100% free and 100% Jewish. Hey everybody, I just wanted to address a couple of things before this episode. I was a little hesitant to come back right now given everything going on with Israel and the Jewish people. I'm feeling all the feelings with all of you, Um, but I decided it was important to add some light and humor into these dark times. Um, Also, maybe create some more Jewish couples to keep growing our Jewish nation. But as always, I'm Yisrael Chai, and I hope this episode can bring you all a little bit of light. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Sticky Situations podcast. So you may be wondering who I am, because I don't sound like Rachel, who is obviously unforgettable. I'm her friend Ayala, coming to you from Rachel's brand new couch at her brand new Sticky Studios. Okay, Rachel told me I had to do the rest of her intro the way she does, so here we go. (laughs) Whatever platform you're listening on right now, go follow or subscribe, and if the platform allows you, give it a five-star rating and a glowing review. Go like Sticky Situations on Facebook, follow Sticky Situations Pod on Instagram, and follow on TikTok. Rachel is aware that she's been slacking on the TikTok, but she told me to tell you she's very busy and is working on it. If you'd like to be a guest on Rachel's podcast, fill out the applications on the socials, DM her on Instagram, or send her an email at stickysituationspod at gmail.com. If you'd like to date any of the single guests, send her a DM or email her at stickysituations.com. Stickysituationspod at gmail.com. Oh, whoops. (laughs) I said it right the first time. (laughs) Um, Okay, so just in case I haven't said her name enough times today, I'd like to welcome a very special guest to her own podcast, the lady in charge, Rachel. Hey, everybody. I was going to say, Rachel, welcome to your podcast. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's start again. Rachel, welcome to your podcast. Thanks for having me (laughs) in my own studio. (laughs) You're very welcome. On my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So this episode is a special one because on the day of release, it is... Rachel's birthday. So we're going to pretend like we're recording on her birthday. Well, I mean, it's like basically my birthday. We are like a week out. That's true. That's true. So we are recording a special episode for Rachel's 30th birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. (laughs) Happy almost birthday. And happy birthday to all of my fellow Scorpios, all of our fellow Scorpios out there, (laughs) because we know that we're elite. (laughs) Rachel said so. Me, um, the verdict is still out. <laughs> um, you're Scorpio too. I know. <laughs> Scorpios are the best types of people, guys. <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about some of Rachel's feelings about dating now that she's entering to a new age bracket, and some of her reflections on dating in her twenties. But don't worry, I'm sure it'll be entertaining for all of us uh, because Rachel thinks that she's very funny. So we'll see how this goes. I'm hilarious <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. When I want to be. Yeah, that's that's fair. I've known Rachel a while, so I can say that most of the time she is pretty funny. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I'm not that fun, but, like, I try to be funny at least. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get right into it. Wow, I sound like a teacher. 
<laughs> or you sound like me on the podcast. That's also true. Let's get right into it. <laughs> Let's get into it. I can't remember okay. what I usually say. It just comes naturally. Mm. It just flows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a natural. <laughs> okay, so first and foremost, how are you feeling about your birthday? Um, I think I have a lot of mixed emotions. Um, literally, we got we were walking. We brought we got dinner before we came here, and I'm like, I don't want to turn thirty. Um, but I don't know. I think I just I have mixed emotions. I think I've been I think that I've been thinking about this birthday for like years, and I'm like, oh wow, it's still so far away. And then like now here we are, and it's here. Um, I thought I would be dreading it more and have more feelings surrounding it, but I think, I don't know, there, there are different, like, aspects to it. I think as the, as, like, a general number and a general day, I think when I turned 29, my life was really in a hard spot, like, I was just going through a really rough time when I turned 29. So I think I got all of those feelings out around then. Like, I definitely had, like, a semi-life crisis when I turned 29. Like, at the end of 28, beginning of 29. So I think I already had the crisis. So I'm already... So I'm just, like, trying to go into 30. Just relax. Honestly, I feel a little also at peace with being 30 like I think my 20s have been really chaotic and like I think everyone's 20s are pretty chaotic for the most part like I mean maybe not everyone I don't want to speak for everyone but a lot of my friends and people I know like we just 20 your 20s are a very transitional stage in life it's I started my 20s in my year in Israel my second year in Israel Mm -hmm. like I turned 20 I was Shauna Bat in Israel, um, and, like, each birthday, like, it, it was something else. Then I was in college, <clears throat> then I was starting working, like, I had my 23rd birthday, like, a few days before I started my first ever job, like, full-time job. Um, I turned 26, and then a couple months later, the world shut down, and... Good times, good times. yeah. And then, like, I don't know, I think I've I've been in very different states of mind and very different places in life, I think, for most of my birthdays in my 20s, which I think is interesting also. Um, so, I don't know, I, I, I'm hoping that 30 is just, like, less chaotic, although knowing my life, I don't, I don't know if I can avoid chaos. Chaos just follows me. <laughs> but I, I'm hoping for less chaos. Maybe different kind of chaos. Or, like, a different kind of chaos. I don't know. I think people say your 20s and your 30s are your most, like, transitional phases. Um, So, I'm hoping, at least, that, like, my 30s will still come with more life changes, Mm -hmm. more transitions. Like, I don't want to be where I am turning 30 and turning... I don't want to be in the same place, like, when I turn 32, when I turn 35. I want to keep growing in my life and hopefully transitioning to new stages of life. But I'm hoping in a less chaotic manner. Makes a lot of sense. More peaceful. Yeah. I just want peace in my 30s. <laughs> That's good. What a pageant girl answer. I just want peace. I want peace in the world. 
And I want peace in my life. I mean, yeah, that's that's the ideal for everybody, I think. But I think uh, what you're saying rings true, even for people who aren't turning 30. Um, yeah. You know, it's been it's been an interesting time for everybody. And I can say as someone who's been friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely things that uh, go on. And I think that, you know, making making changes or not making changes or whatever. I'm excited to see what 30 brings for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys will be along for the, the journey as well. Like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like this year was kind of weird. Um, I know I came back from an extended break. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry. Everything's okay. I mean, everything's not okay in the world. And, like, we all know that. Like, we're yeah. not okay as Jews. The world is not okay. But, meaning, like, me personally, like, I just had, like, a lot going on in my personal life that I needed to focus on, and I just had to take, like, a couple steps back from the podcast, always knowing that the podcast would come back, um, and that you guys would be here, and then it was the Jewish holidays, and then we kind of fell into this time of terrible tragedy for our people, and I didn't feel like it was so appropriate to start up the pod, like... It wasn't even that it's not appropriate. Like, I didn't feel like talking about funny stories and funny things. But, I guess while we're on the topic, like, the only reason why I'm coming back with the podcast is because I think we do need some light in our lives and some joy. And, like, also, the best revenge is making more babies. Making more Jewish people. Making more Jewish couples. Like, repopulating. Coming back bigger, stronger, better than ever. And... Like, that's our objective here, talking about dating. And, like, yeah, we love when everyone has bad dating stories and wants to come on the podcast. But we also love if somebody were to hear someone else's stories and want to date them. That's a plug. If you want to date anyone who, any single guest from my podcast, please reach out. I'll try to make that happen. But, like, we want to facilitate that in any way we can and also spread some joy, spread some humor, but this is all for the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And, and what better way to do that than to uh, share funny stories about ourselves? Yeah, exactly. And, like, also, as much as we joke about Israeli men, Israeli men are great. Keep fighting the good fight. <laughs> I'm posting about it on TikTok. I'm posting about it on TikTok. <laughs> Guys, I am on Hot Chayal TikTok. And for those of you who don't know what that means... The hot soldier TikTok, like, it's just the soldiers all doing dances on TikTok <laughs> to Israeli songs, and I love it. It's great. I like every single video. <laughs> Rachel sends me all the TikToks all day long, and I'm like, I really appreciate these, but also I need to work, and so do you. <laughs> yeah. I just hide in the bathroom and watch TikTok <laughs> when I don't feel like working. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I have a bunch of, like, hot Israeli soldiers dancing on my TikTok. I also recently started getting, like, soldiers coming home from after being oh, yeah. at war to their little kids. I get those, and, too. And, oh, it's so cute and so sweet. And, like, I don't know. I hope the war ends soon. I hope it doesn't escalate further. But also, like, mm-hmm. I hope Israel is so important to me and important to us. And, like, Israel is, Israel is so important to us. And we can't stop fighting for our land, for our people, for our rights to exist, for our rights to be Jewish. Mm-hmm. And we know a lot of you are struggling. We're struggling, too. So we're all together. We're all in this together. And, yeah, okay. And now well now, now we'll move on to... Uh, yep, well said. 
Um, okay, so I guess we can um, touch on a little bit about your reflections about your dating life the past, I guess, decade, really. Yeah. So what do you feel like needs to change now that you're starting in your 30s? So, I mean, I think I've already started making more changes in my dating life. I guess I'll just reflect a little bit about my dating life because I really started dating in my 20s. Um, So at the beginning of my dating life, I, like, did not know how to date. I didn't know how to get a date. I didn't know how – I didn't know how to do anything. So it's like, okay, I download an app. I remember when I downloaded J-Swipe and, like, I went on my first J-Swipe date. And, like, I've told you guys that story. It was awful. But then, like, subsequent people I went out with on J-Swipe, I just thought, like, oh, whatever guy messages me, I'm going to talk to. Whatever guy asks me out, I'm going to go out with. Because, like, isn't that what we're supposed to do? Like, we just go out and do this. No, that that's not what you're supposed to do. And I, I learned that lesson pretty fast. Um, I think more towards my mid-20s, I was a little more intentional, but, like, also not. I think in my mid-20s, I... I found myself stuck in, like, situationship-type experiences or being really hung up on guys who didn't want the same thing out of relationships as I did or out of anything that I did, like, and I found myself really stuck on these guys, like, wanting a boyfriend, wanting a relationship, but, like, it just wasn't right and it wasn't it. I don't know, like, I had this one situation that it's, like, I look back on it, and I'm like, why did I stay in that for so long? Like, we are basically pen pals for, like, (laughs) six months. No, it was less than six months. But it was, like, a bunch of months. I think it went from, like, November to March. And, like, we would text, but, like, he would text me, like, once a week. Yeah. Yeah, we never talked on the phone. Um, We met in person first. It was a friend of a friend. And I was like, he's good enough. And then, like, finally, I, like, I I was the one to be, like, okay, I think you need to come for Shabbos. And we had a whole, like, big friends weekend. Like, the couple that set us up came for Shabbos. But it was, like, weird because, like, I didn't know this guy. We, <laughs> we had no chemistry. And then, like, you build this, like, foundation, but that's fake. Like, a fake foundation. And then it's, like, oh, no, I don't actually like you like that. And it's also, like, you have not put in any effort. And, like, he came for Shabbos. And, like, you would think that it would be, like, oh, yeah, I'm coming for Shabbos. Like, can I take you out Saturday night? Like, can we, like, go on a date? Like, the whole Shabbos was a group thing. The only – we had alone time, like, one time because my friend was, like, oh, let's go for a walk. And then they, like, ran away and left the two of us alone in my apartment, which was fine. We, like, sat and talked for, like, an hour while everyone was gone But during that hour, I was like, we have nothing in common. Like, what are we doing? We have no chemistry. Um, And then it was just like he, like, bolted the second Travis was over. And, like, he had planned that the whole time. Like, he didn't come, like, I don't know. And I was just like, okay, this is weird. But, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, the friend said it would work and all this. And then after that i i met another guy who i really really liked and he just wanted to be my friend and gave me mixed signals but of course i read into every mixed signal as being a signal and like no and from all of these situations like i learned like no if a guy likes you you know wait 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 what did you say (laughs) 
if a guy likes you, you'll know. Okay, wait. So what about if I'm confused about the situation? Then it's a no. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Just in case anyone was wondering, Rachel says this all the time. Yeah, like, it's my answer. All the time. And I, you can't see us right now, but <laughs> Rachel also has this expression that she makes every time she says it. So um, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> but it's, it's pretty consistent. Um, yeah, it's a little, it's a little stick, if you will. It's my stick. It's one of my sticks. Mm-hmm. I literally had a call with a guy, like, last night. Um, don't worry, it's not going anywhere. Um, and I was saying something, and he was, like, laughing. Like, he was a little confused. I'm like, oh, no, it's just my shtick. And he's like, what? He was so confused. I'm like, does not everyone have their, like, shtick that they do? Like, or is it just me? I think people do. Yeah, I thought people do also. Yeah. I'm like, it's just my shtick. He didn't understand. We were not on the same wavelength, but it's okay. He's a very nice guy. It's just not going to work out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so in my 20, my mid 20s, I think I learned more about, I don't know, my own feelings, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, like again, my early 20s, it was just like, oh yeah, let's do whatever, like have fun. I don't know. Like I definitely did date more intentionally. Like I had a few better situations in my early 20s also that were more intentional or I had a better time with or like a friend set up and it was like more on target but I also had a lot of weird situations and I think like most of my like really weird stories of like oh I just say yes we're probably between the ages of 22 and 25 so like one time I said yes to go on a J5 date with this guy I get there he tells me he's ex Hasidish mm-hmm. um I found out after that he's divorced with a kid I think I was 24. He was 30. Okay. Um, and, like, that isn't that big of an age gap, but, like, it is. Like, at those ages, it is. Yeah. Maybe I was 23. I was either 23 or 24. And, like, he just kept talking about how, like, idealistic, like, modern orthodoxy and, like, how he hated being Hasidish and all that. And finally, after an hour at Starbucks, I'm like, I want to go home. <laughs> um... And I don't know. I, like, met him somewhere downtown. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. But, yeah, that was bad. Well, you gotta, you know, you gotta live and learn. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, so, but, like, in my mid-20s, I think I had, I definitely found people I had more feelings for and more chemistry and more on target. But, like, they still weren't totally on target because they were not. It was either not reciprocated or, like, things that made made sense on paper didn't make sense in person or things like that. But I was a little bit more intentional. And then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And COVID was a whole different experience in my dating life. I actually, I think I had my biggest hoe phase during COVID. <laughs> not, lit- <laughs> not in the literal sense. And you guys know this is a clean podcast. Not in the literal sense, but I mean, like, that's when I had my rosters. Like, I had a whole texting roster. At some point during COVID, I think I was texting seven guys. Wow. Consistently for a little while. Okay. Yeah. I had a roster. I don't know. Honestly, like, it was it was literally, what, three years ago? Yeah. And I don't know how I had the energy for that. Well, because there was nothing else to do. There was nothing else to do. I was just bored. 
But yeah, I like had a roster of guys that I texted. It wasn't anything crazy, but it was also like, I think I just like the idea of nothing was going to happen with any of them because it's COVID. Mm-hmm. Like I talked to a bunch of different guys. Like I definitely got, I think I regressed in my dating trajectory not trajectory but my objectives i i regressed in my dating objectives just out of sheer boredom just because like why not because i was bored and then like i did have a couple like situations during covid too Mm -hmm. i was not super intentional with them like they're some of them are just like for fun like i talked to this one guy this, like, recently came up in conversation, and I can't remember why. Like, I talked to him for way too long. At some point, we were just, like, friends. I'm like, we're never going to date, but, like, I feel like we're friends. Like, we would talk on the phone for hours. We would text. Like, it was ob- – we had a lot of, like, big differences in life of why it wouldn't work out dating-wise. But, like, at some point, I'm like, you know, we're, like, friends. <laughs> like, we talk all the time. <laughs> right. Like, we have good conversations. We're just, like, not compatible at all to date. Right, it's like, oh, shoot, I made another friend. Yeah. <laughs> and then COVID lifted. Like, restrictions lifted a little bit, and the vaccine era started. And I'm like, come come see me. Like, let's go hang out. Let's, like, meet in person. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no. And then I'm like, okay, well, how do you, like, okay, fine. Like, after months and months of talking, we're not even going to meet in person? Um, but whatever. I actually, his name came up on my phone, and I can't remember why. And I'm like, should I text him now? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to regress to that. <laughs> I mean, I could. It was interesting. Conver- I'm sure if I texted him now, he would answer. We had good conversations. I just, we're not looking for the same things in life. So it's not. And that's okay. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to not be looking for the same things in life. And I think I also learned that it throughout my 20s, like dating, if you're not looking for the same things as someone, then you need to learn when to call it. And sometimes that's really hard. And I think that brings me to, like, the end of my 20s and, like, my dating life. And, like, that's when things, like, actually got kind of serious. And, like, I had my first real relationship. And, again, we weren't on the same page with some very, very important things. And eventually you get to a point where it's like, okay, what are we going to do? Neither of us are going to change. And you have to call it. So that... That definitely scarred me into dating guys who, like, aren't 100% on the same page, like, for better or worse. Like, it, it's definitely made me more intentional with asking certain questions. But it's also, I think, made me a little bit more close-minded to other things, for the better or worse. Like, in some ways, it's good because I'm not willing to even, like, entertain a situation that isn't going to be for me. Um, or that isn't exactly what I'm looking for in this, those certain respects, like with certain values and certain things. But at the end of the day, I think it's also like close. Some some people say it's closed me off to other people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see in my thirties. What happens? Are you with that? are you looking to try to be more open minded now? Um, no, <laughs> I don't think so. If anything, I think I've gotten more closed minded. Okay. I think I started off dating really, really open-minded. Um, and I think as I've had more experiences, and especially the experiences that were good but not quite working, I've become more and more closed-minded to certain things. I don't know. I really am under the impression that when the right guy comes, he's just going to, like, it's just going to, like, knock me off my feet. Like, I'm, I'm not going to expect 
what it is. He's not going to be anything that I think I'm looking for. Yeah. And he's just going to, like, show up and not sweep me off my feet, knock me off my feet and be like, oh, whoa, (laughs) I did not think that was it. Well, what I think is that you're going to know if he likes you. Well, I'll know if he likes me. Well, what if you're confused? Then he doesn't like me. Mm, Okay. But I think the important thing that I've also learned (laughs) in my late 20s is it's not only, like, if he likes me. It's do I like him? Because I think a lot of times, especially in the Orthodox community as women, we're trained to, like, oh, no, you can learn to like someone. You can learn attraction grows, chemistry grows, all this grows. Like, give him a chance, all of this. But, like, I think women need to start being more picky. But at what point do you kind of say, like, okay, I'm being picky, but I also kind of have to realize what's out there? (sighs) So I did that, and then at some point I was like, I'd rather be alone than be with this. Okay. Like, that's how I think of things. Like, would I rather spend my life with this person, or would I rather be alone? This person who doesn't meet these qualifications. Or would I rather be alone? And, like, as I'm... Up until this point, it's mostly like, I'd rather be alone. Mm-hmm. I don't know if if someone, there's only so much, so far you could take something and hope that something's going to grow and right. hope that you're going to like this person more. They're going to change to fit this aspect that you want. Like, they're going to be religious enough. They're going to be motivated enough. They're going to get, I don't know. Like, also, like, the things that I'm picking about, I don't think are necessarily, like, the stereotypical, like, picky things. Like, I know some girls who, like, are very particular on what a guy looks like. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I don't care what a guy looks like. Like, yeah, I have my preferences of what a guy looks like. I have what I'm attracted to. I have what I like. But honestly, like, I'm more attracted to someone's personality. Some girls... I don't know. A lot of people are like, okay, life will work out. Life will work out. And as I get older and see life, life is hard. Life is hard. Life is hard. So I want somebody who is not going to make my life harder. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to... Like, obviously everyone struggles through certain things. But, like, I don't want to go into it having to, like... Right. Struggle with someone. Right, right. Yeah, I hear. I guess just to kind of flip it, though, a little bit, like, if, I mean, all girls do. We have all these things that we're, you know, that we're looking for and and that ideally we would like to have in a partner. But kind of flipping it around a little bit, what do you think are things that you can give to your partner? The things that I can give to my partner? I don't know. I actually do think about this a lot. It's like, especially when I, when a guy starts to show interest in liking me, it's like, okay, but why does he like me? Like, what does he see in me? And yeah, sometimes it's hard, like, not to be self-deprecating because, like, you guys all know I think I'm the best. I think I'm awesome. Like, I'm my favorite person. (laughs) But at the end of the day, like, sometimes I do wonder, I'm like, wow, I'm, like, really not nice. I'm really, like, selfish with these things like what do I actually have to give like I don't know and it's a good question that I'm still figuring out the answers to but I mean I think that's okay like we don't need to have all the answers you know yeah I mean at the end of the day also like I think I'm funny 
I think I have a good personality. I don't know. I think in the past few years, I've just been struggling with my own personal life things that have put me in like weird headspaces, Mm -hmm. especially in regards to other people. Because I'm very much the type like I, I used to be the type to just give and give and give and give. And then at some point you'd get stomped all over and then or like people just take too much and then I don't have anything left. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've had a lot of moments like a lot of things that have happened in my 20s, especially like the second half of my 20s, that it's just like I don't have that much to give right now. So then let me ask you this. If you could go back and talk to yourself in at some point in your 20s, what advice would you give yourself? Um, I think I would tell myself to be selfish. In terms of what? Meaning, I think in the recent years, I've definitely become more selfish with things. It's like, it's mostly though, like my time and my energy. It's not like anything crazy. Like if something isn't working for me, why am I constantly bending over backwards? Mm-hmm. Or like, if I need time, why am I constantly giving it away? Or if I don't have the energy, why am I giving my energy to other people instead of, like, taking care of myself? Right. So I don't think be totally selfish, but I think just be mindful of, like, my own energy. Like, now I'm really good at reading myself and being like, okay, I need to, like, reset. I just need to, like, be by myself. Yeah. Need to relax. Everybody can read that. You don't have a very good poker face, my dear. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) At all. (laughs) I got worse over COVID also. Like, (laughs) I used to to be better at, like, faking my feelings, but, like, I got so much worse at it. But I think that's also okay. Like, some people might say that's a flaw, but honestly, like, I'm okay with, like, with me, I think, and this is kind of going back to what I have to give in a relationship, like, I'm super genuine. That's true. Like, my heart is on my sleeve and on my face. Like, you can totally, like, see what I'm feeling, my emotions. And I do, like, have a lot to give, even though I am in my selfish era. Um, <laughs> like, I try to be there. I try, like, I want to be a supportive person to someone. Like, I think I can be supportive. I think so. Yeah, sometimes it's hard because I feel like I need a lot of support in certain times in my life, which has been, like, the last couple of years. Yeah, but I also think that someone who needs support can then say like okay this is the support I got let me try to like pay it forward yeah and I always try to do like I remember my friends who are there to support me and like I always try to be a good friend Mm -hmm. whether or not that comes across correctly or not like I don't know also like I am a little harsh with things and I am a little insensitive so like I think that's where I get caught up with like being insensitive versus being mean like, just because I'm insensitive doesn't mean I'm not there to support. Yeah. I I also do think that you're selling yourself short a little bit. Like, I, I think that when people need you, you're there. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it may be like, I need you. But then you're there. Yeah. I'm not good at, like, reading into things. Like, sometimes I have good intuition, but I can't read people's minds. Right. So, like, a lot of the time, if someone needs me, I'm like, I need you. Like, I'll be there, but I just need you to tell me. But, yeah, so, and then other advice to give, like, my younger self, um, be pickier. (laughs) I mean, but also, like, my stories have shaped 
my experience and like yeah and it do, you, do you think there's like someone from your 20s like your earlier 20s that's like the one that got away um i mean i think in every phase of my life there have been guys who could have been it mm-hmm. there's also tons of reasons why it wouldn't have worked out like i don't know i i had a friendship with this guy at some point in my early 20s and like I don't know if I developed like real feelings or if it was just like oh like like I I don't to this day like my feelings still got confused and then at some point we just like kind of lost like we went in different directions in life yeah and kind of just like lost touch and then I just like we like we both moved on in our lives like nothing actually happened between us um, but sometimes I, like, think about him and I'm like, what if that was it? Like, what if that could have been? Um, that was, like, my really, really early 20s. My mid-20s? Not really. Like, there was one guy who I literally thought was the perfect guy for me and I was obsessed with him for a while. And, I mean, he's married now to someone else, which is great. I'm very happy for him. Um, <laughs> I don't think it would have worked out with us long term. And, like, after things, like, kind of ended between us even though nothing actually happened but like when I finally was like okay I'm done with this I overanalyzed it with everyone and like it wouldn't have worked out our personalities were too different like chemistry can only get you so far mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah and then like I don't know there have been guys in my more recent past I think like the past like two three years I think a bunch of them could have been the one different things ended for various reasons and like I don't know I'm not like active my thing is though like I don't look back like you can think about the past but I'm not going to go chasing after the past it's a, pa- it's a good Edna mode like uh thing she says never look back darling I don't remember the rest of the line that's awkward <laughs> oh never look back ah shoot I don't remember okay I'm gonna look um, okay, so while I look up the quote from The Amazing Edna Mode, um, we are going to take a quick break and hear some messages from our sponsors. So, BRB! Sticky Situations is sponsored by Corona Crush. Are you tired of swiping on dating apps? Tired of guessing whether the cute guy or girl you keep seeing around is Jewish and or single? Then you need to run, not walk, to join Corona Crush. Corona Crush is a Jewish organization working to create Jewish couples always. Corona Crush has over 30 confirmed engagements, over 22,000 members from all over the world, and has set up over 50,000 speed dates. Join the Corona Crush Facebook group and post yourself or have a friend post you and see who reaches out. Fill out the survey to sign up for virtual speed dating events happening every other week. Corona Crush is 100% free and 100% Jewish. Worst case, you end up with some stories of your own. Best case, you find the love of your life. Try it out today. Here on Sticky Situations, we tend to focus on bad dating stories. But sometimes, dates do go well and lead to proposals and weddings. Who would have thought? And what do all of those require, you might be asking? Well, the answer is flowers. Who doesn't want flowers from someone they've been seeing? Don't forget, flower petals and bouquets needed for proposals. And that's even before all the flowers that go into weddings. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Primrose Flower Shop. 
In my opinion, Primrose is the coolest flower shop around and has the best customer service to fulfill all of your floral needs. Primrose offers a range of services from your basic bouquets to subscription services where you can get flowers delivered once a week. They deliver all over the tri-state area, including Manhattan. Primrose does weddings, bar and bat mitzvahs, and other simchas. I've personally been to a wedding where Primrose did the flowers, and the work they did was beyond gorgeous. Primrose additionally offers in-store proposals, including a romantic setup with candles and music. Primrose is located at 2922 Avenue M in Brooklyn, and the phone number is 929-376-9815. You can also follow Primrose on Instagram at PrimroseNY. So, if you can't get someone out of your head, buy them some flowers from Primrose. They'll either love it or they'll find you really creepy. But regardless, the flowers will be out of this world. And we're back. How was that, Rachel? It was good. Are you having fun playing host? I am having fun playing host. She's got to listen to me do this a bunch of times. It's true. It's true. Um, Yeah. Oh, okay. So I looked up the quote from Edna Mode from The Incredibles. If you guys haven't seen that movie, like, what are you waiting for, man? Like, it's such a good movie. And I think you can really learn a lot from it. Yeah. Um, So Edna says, never look back, darling. It distracts from the now. And I think that's really applicable here because, you know, you're, uh, you're going into your 30s. It's a new time in your life and maybe new things will happen for you. Yeah, exactly. And, like, going back to your question about, like, if I can see any guys from my past, like, being the one, I think there's at least a handful of guys that I've gone out with probably in the past, like, three years that, like, if they came back into my life and were like, hey, you want to try this again? Mm-hmm. Like... Any of them could have been it. Right. Um, A lot of them ended abruptly, ended for reasons that weren't my own. Um, Or, like, I don't know, certain things, like, if certain circumstances changed. But at the same time, with all of that being said, why I'm open to those ideas. um, So, guys, if you're listening, you definitely don't know who you are. Um, Maybe you do. I don't know. (laughs) If I've dated you in the past three years then it could be you but like if you know for a fact it's not you then like don't reach out um well what if what if somebody did reach out and was like hey let's go out and get work let's be friends how do you feel about that just i don't so know every, just so everyone is aware rachel's making a real interesting face right now because <laughs> it's my thinking face <laughs> 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 Rachel's thinking face consists of her like looking up towards the ceiling and just her eyebrows are all the way up also kind of funny so it's actually funny because I was thinking about this today I make faces while I work um I was like <laughs> I was doing something today it wasn't that hard but it involved a lot of concentration and like while it, it, it was mostly like busy work so it doesn't involve a lot of thought just like concentration like it's like meticulous so while I was doing it, I was of course listening to um, true crime. So that also makes me make faces. So I'm like, I wonder what my co- like. I'm shocked my coworkers haven't said anything about my faces that I make while <laughs> I'm working, because I know they see them. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I make again. I can't hide my feelings. It's true. Um, I don't know if someone came out of the woodwork. I honestly don't know. It's a situation by situation case. Okay. I'm perhaps, not, perhaps, a sticky situation. A sticky situation, perhaps. Uh-huh. Just perhaps. 
<laughs> but at the end of the day, if they're coming, if they're coming into my life and being like, oh, I want to be friends with you, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about being friends with um, members of the opposite gender or people you've dated in the past. Um, I only want to be friends with someone if there's something in it for me in those scenarios. Is that why we're friends? No. Well, I mean, I think all friendships are mutually beneficial. Yeah. But it's not necessarily like, oh, I'm looking for X, Y, Z from you. Like, in our friendship, it's like, I enjoy being around you. Uh And, like, that's our mutual benefit. It's like, we have fun hanging out. Yeah. Like, of course, not everything in every friendship is fun. But I'm saying mostly from a male friend perspective. Yeah. Um... I just, I think I've been in a lot of unhealthy friendships with guys where someone's had feelings, and I've talked about this in the past, like, both sides of it, so I just try to be a little bit more intentional about, like, the guys that I'm friends with. I try to, like, understand, like, I don't know, you set boundaries a little bit. Um, I'm not saying I don't have guy friends, because I do have guy friends, but I also have boundaries with them, and... I don't know and it's not that oh I need them I need something from them but like to just like introduce a new guy into my life like a guy coming back from my past that I dated it would it would either be with the intention that like something's gonna happen or it's like we're thrown into the same social situation and it's mutually beneficial in that respect yeah like there has to be like some reason like I don't want some guy who I went out with to just, like, come back into my life and, like, want to be my texting buddy. Right, right. Or want to just, like, hit me up when he needs a Shabbos meal. Like, that's annoying. I hear you. I definitely hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if a guy from my past came back and was like, hey, I want to say you with my friend. Okay, cool. Or he's like, I listen to the podcast. Can I come on that? Can I come on the podcast? I'd be like, 100%. You don't know how much I want any of the guys I've dated to come on the podcast. Guys, let me tell you, every single Shabbos meal, I watch my, like, I look at the clock and see how long it takes Rachel to bring up the podcast. Sometimes I don't. Well, recently it slowed down a little bit, but in the beginning, it really, like, if it was under, like, 20 minutes, that was long for Rachel. Sometimes other people bring it up. Actually, a lot of times nowadays, a lot of, like, other people bring it up. Yeah, no, that's true. <clears throat> but there were certain points where, like, we'd walk into a Shabbos meal, and then Rachel would be like, hi, I'm Rachel. Let me tell you about my podcast. Yeah, but I was trying to promote it. Now I have a following. True, true. I have a following. Also, like, I do like to network with it because I like getting guests on. It's yeah. another plug if you want to come be a guest on my podcast, especially if you're a boy who dated me. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so fun? Has anybody reached out to you? Um, that's dated me? Yeah. That wants to come on the podcast? Yeah. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) The real question is, have you reached out to any of them to be on the podcast? Um, I wouldn't say reached out. Have I accosted them, like, in public? (laughs) (laughs) Without the rest of the public knowing that we went out, being like, do you want to come be us on my podcast? It would be so much fun. And then they have a horrified look on their face, and I have an evil look on my face, and nobody else knows what's happening except for like the one or two other people in the room who know that I went out with them. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder how many times that's happened in my presence. I think zero. Oh, man. I think it's only happened one time that I can remember. Oh, okay. And you weren't there. Well, then. I don't run into that many guys I've dated. No? No. You'd be surprised. Like, 
I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> I don't know, but if, if you're a guy who I dated, had any sort of any type of anything with, and you want to come be a guest on this podcast, please reach out. I would love that. Yeah, guys, I think it would be awesome to hear some of Rachel's stories from the other perspective and see if it lines up. I want to know what it's like to date me. I think I think the whole world wants to know what it's like to date you. I think so, too. This could be arranged, even if you don't want me to be a host. Like, we could have a third party, like, there. Ayala would come back. Yeah, yeah. To I'm be a moderator. To, I'm happy to be a moderator, guest host, or whatever. Or even if you're uncomfortable having Rachel in the room, I'll sit here and do it with you. You can't be uncomfortable to have... To, no, Come but on, like, everybody. If, if someone doesn't want to talk about you in front of you. Yeah, but I'm going to edit it. Okay, fine. And I'm going to listen like, to it. Okay, fine. But in the moment. I think it's funny. But it's also like no hard feelings. Like, don't come on if I broke your heart or if I was terrible to you. <laughs> <laughs> if I was terrible to you, actually, please come on because I want to know. I try to improve. That's good. I try to take constructive criticism. I mean... A lot of times I don't, um, I don't take guys for, I don't take what guys say seriously because, I don't know. <laughs> like, if I'm mean to a guy, there's a reason, usually. Okay. But at what point are you, like, if you're, if you're talking to someone and you're like, okay, I don't want to <laughs> do this anymore, I'm going to be mean. Like, I feel like that's not. No, if you like, do something to make me mad. Oh, well, I don't think that just applies to dating, then. No, that's true. But I have very little patience with men. Yeah, she does. That's true. Like, if a guy does one thing that makes me mad, like, I'm done. (laughs) Not, like, if we're dating, but, like, if I'm, like, talking to a guy and he does one, like, thing that, like, pisses me off, like, it's probably over. Yeah, like, that one guy we met at a Shabbos meal that time and he said something that you really didn't agree with. And then, guys, Rachel went on a five-minute rant with this guy. And then she comes over to me after. She goes, I don't like that guy. I was like, really? I didn't notice. When was this? A few weeks ago. Oh, that guy? I really don't like him. (laughs) Guys, 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 you'll be on my side with this. Okay, this guy comes up to me at a Shabbos meal. And by he comes up to me, I definitely went over to him. Um, But no, he was sitting with my friends. And I was talking to some other people at the table. And this one guy at the table... He was saying, like, he had told me months ago he would come on the podcast and he reneged it. So I was like, come on, just come on the podcast. It's fine. And I was trying to, like, whatever. I wasn't pressuring, but also I was kind of pressuring. But also I try not to pressure people. Um, and then my friend had told me that this other guy might be good on the podcast. Like, he has stories. So when the guy, when I finally gave up on harassing the other guy, I was like, so do you want to come on the podcast? Because we had like talked about it like a little while ago. This guy is not part of my friend group. I do not interact with him on the daily or like ever. I, this is my, the second time I've ever interacted with him. And the first time my friend was like, oh, he might be good on the podcast. I was like, think about it and get back to me. And then he never did. So I followed up in this moment when I remembered. And then he went on. Ayala came, like, mid-conversation. And I stayed for 30 seconds and then got the recap later. Yeah. So, basically, he told me that he hated my podcast and it was terrible. Really, I got down to the reason he was a story on my podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Not my story. One of my guest stories. <laughs> and then he, like, went through every single episode that he listened to. And he, like, said mean things about the people who were the guests. Which, number one, don't mess with my guests. Like, my podcast guests 
are very important to me. Um, most of them are. And I don't know. And like the ones he was talking about were actually like my personal friends. I was like, you know that like those are my friends. And like you're saying this to a table of their other friends. And like it was just like rude the things he was saying and like unnecessary. And then I was like, so after he like talked smack about two episodes, I was like, okay, so what other ones did you listen to? And then he told me the other two. And I'm like, okay, so tell me all the mean things you have to say. So then he did. And then I yelled at him. You did ask him to tell you the mean things. Oh, I yelled at him before I asked him. Mm. I was like, okay, go on. I'm already mad. Just say it. <laughs> so when this whole thing was happening, I was on the opposite side of the room. So I like came over because that's where some of my friends were. And I was like kind of making my way over. And Rachel comes up to me and goes, do I have a story for you? And I was like, immediately, I was like, okay, she's going to tell me something that somebody said that made her mad. <laughs> yeah, but I also had a different piece of gossip to tell you. You did? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, because I got information from someone else about something else. I'm like, it's not my story, so I can't really tell it. Um, and I had to tell Yell it, but also I had to tell her about this guy. Oh, Ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now I remember it. Yeah, and, like, then I kept telling the story of this guy to other people, and, like, then they told me their experiences with him, so, dude, I know you're not listening, but good. Nobody likes you. Well, that's, I'm sure that's not true. Let's try to be nice. There's a lot going on. We gotta be positive. I don't like him. (laughs) I know that. (laughs) Literally, my other friend, he's friends with my friend's husband, so anytime my friend brings him up, I'm like, I don't like him. I would like to point out that I do not know this person at all, so I have no opinions. I know whatsoever. enough about him to know I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes well, I give people chances, but not this guy. <laughs> he doesn't get another chance. Okay, Rachel. <laughs> he was rude. He just kept saying mean things about my podcast and about my podcast. Like, it's one thing if, like, my podcast isn't your taste. Like, I get it. Like, I'm hilarious, and some people just can't handle that hilarity. But. And he was, like, saying mean things about my friends. Yeah, that's not cool. I was like, I'm sorry this girl that you dated who's freaking awesome rejected you. Like, sorry. That's on you. Don't be all butthurt because she rejected you. (laughs) I'm sure you did stuff to make her reject you. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So I think the moral of this story right here is that Sometimes you have to be careful what you say because you never know who it's going to get back to, especially dating stories. No, but you can still come on and tell them on my podcast. So wait, wait, when he, after he told me this, I was like, okay, do you want to come and tell your perspective on the podcast? Because we love a perspective, guys. This podcast is not just about to talk about talking smack. Like it's different people's perspectives. Mm -hmm. And we know that there's three sides to every story told on this podcast. Right. There's each story side, each person's side, and then the truth. So, going back, if you dated me and want to tell the story about me, I'm going to hear it. Please come, because then Rachel will stop telling me she wants someone like that to come on. It'd be so fun. I think it would be really fun. It'd be so funny. And I can sit, some of the episodes, guys, um, I sit on the side and eat soup. I do that once. (laughs) No, but you've sat on the side for a few. Yeah, that's true, but... I think it would be great for someone to come on and talk about Rachel. I think that would be really funny. Yeah, I want it too. That would be so funny. <laughs> okay, that's um, enough of a plug for that. Okay. Let, yeah, let's bring this back to the birthday part of this. Yeah. So, 
this last year, we've been talking about how you're 29. Are you going to stay 29 forever now? No. No? I think I earned my age. Okay. So I'm going to take it. Also, everyone thinks I'm, like, 24. So, like, I don't, like, people don't really, also, I feel like once you reach a certain age, people stop asking your age. That's true. I mean, I had a teacher in elementary school, and I still remember this so vividly for some reason. She would say that she was 29 for the past 29 years. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like a lot to keep track of. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, I guess it didn't really matter for her, I guess. Like, I could probably get away with saying I'm 29 for the next, like, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I hope I age that gracefully. But, or I'll get Botox. <laughs> but <laughs> guys i am turning 30 it's a big deal yeah my cousin is going to be a dermatologist and i told him he's going to give me free botox for the rest of my life so and what did he say he was he was cool with it oh that's good i mean he is in la oh but i told him to move to new york when he's done with residency oh so you told him to therefore it will happen is what you're saying well he also told me that if he's still single when he's done with residency he's gonna move okay. to new york oh my gosh rachel you know what we forgot to do at the beginning? What? You forgot to say your relationship status. Oh! My age, location, relationship status, and religious nomination? Yeah, we forgot about that. And we're like 40 minutes into the podcast. Oh my god, how could we? I don't know. Okay, well, while we're recording this, I'm 29, but only for like another week. Mm-hmm. But while you're listening to it, I am 30, Woo-hoo! dirty 30, 30, flirty, thriving. Woo! I don't know if I'm feeling that 30 or really thriving, but like... I'm 30. Um, I'm in New York City. I am unorthodox. And I'm single AF. So if you want to date me, then... Oh, no, you have to say that. Oh, okay. This is my turn to jump in now? Yeah. Okay, so, guys, if you want to date Rachel, please reach out on all of the socials. And stickysituationspod at gmail.com. Yeah. Send me a DM. Send me an email. I might date you. I'm going to send you my dating application, though. Call her beeper if you want to reach her. We're yeah. getting a lot, of, a lot of references here today. Yeah, I don't have a beeper, though. <laughs> How do you beep me? Well, <laughs> your phone makes noises when people text you. My phone's been on silent for the past 10 years. Oh. Well, never mind that. It doesn't make a beeping noise. No. But if you text me, I'll see it eventually. But, like, also don't text me because, like, I don't know who you are and it's weird that you have my number. So, DM her or email her at stickysituationspod at gmail.com. Yeah. You think they got it by now? That's stickysituationspod at gmail.com. <laughs> or stickysituationspod on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, guess you can DM on TikTok, but I don't know if Rachel's going to see that. No, I don't think you can DM on TikTok unless you're friends. Oh, okay, okay. I think you both have to be following each other to DM each other on TikTok. Gotcha. I mean, like, yeah, no, Instagram is safer. Okay. Um, all right. But only if you meet my qualifications. Well, you're going to have to... Don't waste my time. Well, we're going to have to do a screening process, so how do we know if they're wasting your time? I'll give them, I'll send them the application. Okay. If any of you would like to circumvent the application, you can... DM and say, I'd like to speak to the podcast team, and then that message will be relayed to me. <laughs> My podcast team. Yeah. <laughs> there are more people in the podcast team. That's true. We have a WhatsApp group. We do. It's very legit. Yeah. It is. 
guys, this is a legit operation right now. We're yep. in Sticky Studios. We are on a very comfy pink couch. Yeah. You can tell them the Wi-Fi name is even Sticky Studios. It is. It I'm not going to tell you the password, though. I don't know the password. Yeah, you do. I just told it to you. I was doing, I, like, I was it's telling fine. people that I didn't know it. Guys, if you're lucky enough to ever enter the studio, then maybe I'll give you the Wi-Fi password. Wow, that is a really good incentive for people to call on the podcast. <laughs> it's a really good password. Free Wi-Fi at the studio. Yeah. Mm. Okay, wait, so let's go back. Let's go back. So, if you could jump into the future and talk to yourself, what do you think you'd say? Well, I think that it depends on what my future is. But I think... And I think this is something I would say to my younger self. And honestly, I wasn't even thinking about this until I heard it on a podcast today. Um, is to just have more fun. Okay. Have more fun with dating. Dating for me has never been fun. I don't know. Do you have fun when you're dating? I try to. Like, I don't have fun going on dates. I don't have fun with the whole dating experience. I mean, the guys who I've, like, gone out with. Like, sometimes it's a fun time. Like, we do something fun. Or, honestly, even if we do something fun, I don't really find that much fun. I find, it's not the activities that I find fun, it's the people I find fun. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, like, you could be doing anything, except for, like, ice skating. I don't want to go ice skating. Um, <laughs> That's because you're clumsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of it is about personality, and if you guys click, then, you know, it doesn't really matter as much what you're doing. Yeah, so I think, like, once I'm there, it's fun, but, like, I don't really have fun with it, you know? I think lately now I just, like, don't care as much, so I'll just, like, say whatever I want to and have more fun with it. I'm not saying it's not intentional, but it's, like, I'm just me. Right. Um, I, I I do also think that in the time that I've known you, I think you've, you know, come to accept that you are who you are. And I think you've always kind of done that, but I think now it's, like, more unapologetically yeah so yeah i definitely am very unapologetically me that's good and i think also like like yeah i think it's healthy to get there on your own but i think it's also like once you do have an experience where a guy really likes you for you and you have that like healthy dynamic mm -hmm. of like oh yeah we like each other someone likes me for me and i'm just totally myself like i'm not saying you need someone else's approval to give you confidence but I think it does help in giving you confidence it's like okay well someone liked this about me so like why am I being so hard on myself about it right I also think that when you date you learn things that you're not looking for and not like like you're not only finding things you are looking for but you're also finding things you're not looking for Bukharian <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't asking I just meant in sorry. general. Sorry, that was rude. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I don't know. Like, it depends really on the person. But no, I think um, for sure there are definitely traits that I've seen in guys um, that I don't like. Mm -hmm. And I look f like if that comes up, I don't want it. Right. Or conversely, I've experience things with guys that I really do like like a certain quality that they have or a certain thing that they do that I really like and 
didn't know that I wanted. Yeah. So then if I date someone else and they don't do that, I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I think to a certain extent we all have that. Guys included. I think everybody kind of has those things that they're looking for. And they aren't necessarily deal breakers, but they definitely have things that they're like, oh, point for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe I should give a guide on how to date Rachel. I think that would be a great idea. Should I give a guide on how to date me? Yeah, but I feel like we'd have to do that in a different episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I get, like, an X or two on, then we can, like, talk about how to date me. Oh, interesting. I don't need, like, real exes on. I just want, a gu- like, guys that I've gone on a couple dates with, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Actually, anyone's invited on. Okay. I don't know if I can handle having real exes on. But I think it also would be interesting, not necessarily a guy that you've gone on a few dates with. It could just be people we're friends with talking about me yeah i mean like maybe it could be like an advice column type of situation but about me specifically yeah interesting because we had guys on and we talk about that and we talk about guys perspectives yeah but this would be more targeted about i guess it wouldn't just be about you it would kind of just be more like global yeah maybe we could do like a a round table with a bunch of people have people on and talk about things a round table episode should we do a live show <laughs> <laughs> do you think we would get an audience for that yeah do you guys want to come to a live show if you do dm us on instagram or send us an email like i definitely have enough listeners to do a live yeah show. i think that'd be funny actually i just like then everyone can see Rachel's facial expressions instead of me narrating them. Honestly, we could probably get our whole neighborhood to come. You think? Most of them, yeah. All right. Whether they listen to the podcast or not. Okay, I well. I feel like it'd be fun. You heard it here first, guys. Um, Stay tuned. We might have a live show. <laughs> I don't know when. I don't know where. But if we do, we'll live stream it. Okay. I'll put a Zoom link. Sounds like a plan. I don't know how to live stream things. Unless someone techie. All right. We can recruit another person to the team. We'll have a guy for that. All right. That's what guys are good for. And girls. Techie thing. Oh, yeah. No. We're modern. We love women. I really wish I was a lesbian. (laughs) 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 Well, you know, you do you, man. It's 2023. Yeah, I wish. Ugh. Guys, did you know that I used to have a blog? And I really, I was just thinking about it. I should have. I can't remember my blog password. I could probably find it. Um, because I made it private. But I thought it would be funny. I should have gone back to read all my blog posts. Because my blog posts were literally this podcast. But, like, my own dating stories. (laughs) Um, yeah. Any interaction I had with a guy I wrote on the blog. It was hilarious. Um, and then my friend told me I have to make it private because... That was, okay, this is what she told me, and this was in 2018, maybe? Um, Either 2017 or 2018. No, maybe this was 2017. And she was like, Rachel, you have to make it private because nobody's going to want to date you if they know that you're just going to write about them in your blog, just like Taylor Swift writes songs about guys. But you know what? We are in 2023 right now. And Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey, who likes her Allegedly. Allegedly. No, they're dating. It's not a legend. They haven't made a statement. She's been to, like, three, like, a bunch of his games. Maybe she just likes football. They've been seen canoodling. Canoodling? Yeah. 
Okay. Holding hands, PDAing. Okay. I, I mean, know. listen, I'm a big Travis Kelsey fan. I think he's really funny, and he actually knows how to play the game. I know nothing about football, but I like Taylor Swift. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're in 2023 when Travis Kelsey isn't afraid of a song being written about him. He likes Taylor for Taylor. Yeah. Even if she's going to write a song about him. Okay, and new. Apply it to yourself. Applying it to myself. So, like, I'm going to talk about the guys I did. Like, me having this podcast should be all the more reason for a guy to want to date me. Like, number one, if it works out, like, you get glowing reviews every single episode. Um, and if it doesn't work out, you get to hear what exactly you did wrong. When in life... Do you get to hear why exactly someone didn't want to date you anymore? <laughs> like, sometimes I wonder, but, like, sometimes I don't. But usually, uh, no, usually I'm the one who ends things. But, um, I don't know. You get, you get to hear why. You get to hear what happened. You get to hear what you did wrong. You get to hear how you improve. Mm-hmm. I also really want to be a dating coach. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, if anyone needs dating coaching services, you can send me a DM at Shaky Situations Pod on Instagram or send me an email at Shaky Situations Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> um, I would like everyone to know that Rachel says that she wants to be a dating coach, but as of right now, do you have any clients right now? Yeah, I have a test client. A test client? Yeah, he actually just texted me. He was like, When can we have a call? Oh. Because he has a date this weekend and he wants to talk. Oh, exciting. You'll have to keep us updated about that. Yeah, although he asked me when I don't have time for real sessions. Um, but yeah, I want to help him. That's, and that's nice of you. He's my test client. Is this someone that you've dated? No. Okay. No, I have not dated him. Okay. That would be interesting. Oh, no, but... I was going to have a different client who I didn't date, but we were supposed to date, but then he messed it up even before we went out. Oh. Um, but he messed that one up, too. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, Rachel. So, I do have another question. Um, time has been flying because we're having so much fun. But yeah. I do have another question for you. We're talking about my favorite topic. Rachel, Me. What is your favorite topic? Me. <gasps> Oh my gosh, I had no idea. I don't think any of our <laughs> listeners knew that either. <laughs> um, okay, so we ask everybody this at the end of the episode, so I figured I'd ask you, and maybe you'd have a different one than you did in the beginning. So what would be, I guess, I think you should have a new one, because now you're entering into a new phase of your life. So what is your new tagline? Well, you had to ask me dating advice. Okay, fine. I'll ask you first about your dating advice. What is some dating advice that you would now give, I guess, to to everybody listening, but also to people who, you know, kind of need a little bit of a push right now? Um, my piece of dating advice, I mean, you guys know my dating rules. Um, I can go over them if you want. Wait, wait, I have a question. I have a question. Yeah. If someone likes you, how do you know? You'll know. You'll know? That's it? You just, just know. know. Oh, okay. And uh, what if you're unsure? Then it's probably a no. Most mm-hmm. likely a no. Mm-hmm. What are the other rules? If he likes you, you'll know. We did that one already. Oh, sorry. If he wants to, he will. 
Oh, oh, okay, okay. Very insightful stuff here. I don't remember rule number three, but rule number four is only reciprocate. Only reciprocate. Okay, well. Which is probably bad advice. So what's some good advice? All of these are probably kind of bad advice. So what's good advice? Except for if the little he likes you, you'll know. If he doesn't, you'll be confused. Um, and I think that applies to both men and women. Usually if someone likes you, they'll let you know. Yeah. Like, we're at the day... We're we're at the age where, like, nobody really feels like playing games anymore. So people are more intentional. At least I like to think they are. So what's a nice, good piece of advice? I think... A good piece of advice is to be intentional. I think don't play games with people. If you're not feeling it, tell them. And if you are feeling it, like, and I I understand. I'm not, I'm definitely, like, not the type who wants to go chasing after guys. But at the same time, like, I find myself, if I'm annoyed with the situation, I try, instead of, like, being annoyed and being mean about it, I'll, like, try to nudge nudge things a little bit you know mm-hmm. like I had a situation where I was texting with a guy and I was like okay we need to either we this needs to like move in some direction like I just don't feel like texting anymore so my past self might have been like so are you ever gonna ask me out like it could be it's like and I've done that before but in like a jokey like bold way like sometimes you could say that like so are you ever going to ask me on a date? Or, like, if you're unsure if you want to go out with them, like, I don't know. This guy, I didn't know how he was going to take it. And I didn't know if I even wanted to go out with him. I just kind of wanted to, like, have a call with him to see yeah. if there was chemistry or not. Because, like, our texting was a little boring. Like, I don't know. So, but we're he was still texting me all the time. And I was like, okay, what what's going on? So, I was just like, so what are your intentions here? And he told me, and he, I was like, okay. And it kind of just, like, moved the process forward. Sometimes, yeah. like, people need a nudge. So, like, I think just be intentional. Be okay. intentional, be honest, and people can't read your mind. I think that's good advice. So, I think, yeah. People can't read your mind, so say what you want. Try to not be mean about it. Yeah, Rachel, try not to be mean I about try. It. I'm really trying. I know. I really try. I know. But, like, say what you want. Because people aren't mind readers. Mm-hmm. Even guys. And, like, I do I do prefer to be pursued. But at the same time, like, sometimes a guy just, like, doesn't know where your head's at. And, like, I think I've also gotten that perspective, like, having guys on this podcast and talking to them. Like, guys are just people, too. Yeah. I, I think that's a really... Uh... I mean, they're definitely the lesser gender, but... <laughs> You know, you had this really nice, nice, heartfelt message going, and then you had to be sassy, and just, just now, like, I don't know. But that's me. <laughs> I know. Yeah, okay, but I think the message is still there. Um, yeah, just, like, people are human, they can't read your mind, so, like, say what you want be intentional and like don't play games yeah okay and don't get mad when people can't read your mind i think that's good advice so if you're listening i want flowers for my birthday i don't know who you are but if you're a male who is thinking of sending me flowers for my birthday send me the flowers 
<laughs> but can you send them on like Tuesday because I'm not gonna be away? <laughs> you know, you're very picky for someone <laughs> who just said to be open minded. <laughs> I never said to be open minded. That's true. I think you can be as picky as you want to be. You just have to like understand the um, consequences of being picky. Do you understand the consequences of being picky? Yeah, that's why I weigh my options. Would I rather live with this or be alone? Gotcha. And if the answer is be alone, then the answer is be alone. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so, Rachel, did you have time to think of a tagline yet? Yeah. And I think it goes with this whole, like, being 30 thing, just, like, embracing my own life and just, you know. So, my new tagline is, or or my, my personal tagline at the moment. I still have my podcast tagline. But my personal tagline is going to be, I'm me. Love me or don't, I don't care. (laughs) It's a very Rachel tagline for everybody. It is because, like, I really don't. Like, I think in, in, throughout my 20s, I think I started caring less about what people think. Mm -hmm. And, like, people just like you for you. And if you pretend to be someone you're not, then the wrong people are going to like you. Like, if you're just you, the right people will like you. Yeah. Someone's going to like you for you, unless you have a really bad personality. But, like, usually people are going to like you. Almost everyone has friends. (laughs) In some capacity. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think it's really important because it's not just all about finding a life partner. It's also about having people to share your life with. Yeah. And... From the side of finding a life partner, why would you pretend to be anyone else? Because, like, you can only pretend for so long. Yeah, that's true. Like, at the end of the day, your life partner is going to see you in all of your phases, mm-hmm. all of your seasons, and, like, don't you want them to just know who you are? Yeah, I mean, the same thing goes for your friends, right? You want people to know who you really are. And I yeah. think that also applies to dating, because if you're a different person around your friends than your significant other, then which one are you? Yeah. I don't think I've ever been a different person. I don't think so. Around anyone. Not even really work. (laughs) I'm a little bit toned down at work. Don't worry, everybody. (laughs) Well, I haven't heard any formal complaints from her boss, so I think she's telling the truth. Yeah, no, I'm usually pretty well behaved. Okay, that's good. I keep, I keep it, I, 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 I'm professional. I know how to be professional. That's good. Yeah. Do you want an outro? Outro? Wow. Okay. Um, all right, everybody. So this has been Rachel's special birthday episode. So please join me in wishing Rachel a very happy 30th birthday. Send me some love, guys. I expect a lot of DMs wishing me happy birthday. <laughs> if you want to tag me in your stories, well, DM you post me. this in the morning so people have the opportunity? Yeah, it goes up at midnight. Okay, I just need everyone to remember that. Yeah, this goes up at midnight on my actual birthday. Okay, so guys, by the time... The day ends. How many listeners do you usually have every episode? A lot. lot. Okay, so I'm expecting that we're going to have a lot of DMs on Instagram. Yeah. Because if you don't, guys, I'm going to hear about it. So please do. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, everyone wish me a happy birthday. Um, Your favorite podcast host. So, everyone wish Rachel a happy birthday. And don't forget to like and subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, and then uh, stay tuned for the next episode where 
Rachel will be back hosting unless everyone decides that they like me hosting better and then or if you're you dated me and you don't want me to host the episode that's true too that's true too but um, I already have the next episodes in the queue and it's just me I'm sorry guys all right well we love can- it or leave it <laughs> love it or don't I don't care yeah um okay well I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your birthday celebrations thank you and so i hope everyone has a wonderful day because i don't know if rachel says that but i hope everyone has a wonderful day and you'll catch her next time bye everybody bye